five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Poem podcast, your premier source for everything Vancouver Titans, the mumbly voice that comes to you on occasion. I am your host again. That's right. They didn't fire me yet. Sam, joined virtually by Omni at Omnistrife. Chris at Life Force is away on enemy grounds drinking diet root beer, so we forgot about him. <laughs> uh, but how are you doing? What's new? Uh, it's all good. I guess I'm excited to talk some Toronto, London, Houston, and Boston games right now. Uh but I'm I'm cringing my teeth as we record this. Like if this was we video, should, like, we should rename this podcast to like "Ready Said Grown" or something like that. While, while uh, this whole season has been a little that. bit "Ready Said Grown" as we "Ready Said Moan." To. What else works? So. <laughs> <sighs> Ready Said Pwned. That yeah. still comes back. I mean, this Chris found the best time to. I feel like he get out of here. It. Yeah, like. Like he planned to be away in one shape or form or fashion, just like once he knew that that we were going to be on this Atlantic swing, he's just going to like, I'm out. I should have planned that. Usually, that's my jam. It's just piecing out for for a DNP. Didn't know why, but still traveling now has its own uh, downsides. That's true. <laughs> I share my heart out to you. Hope that root beer tastes good, Chris. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then we have to quarantine him from the mics when he gets back. So so that's <laughs> that's going to be important. <laughs> Got to get that disinfectant. The bad jokes are coming out already. You know oh, we're yeah. excited to talk about, about the things today. But I mean, I mean we we actually got a pretty interesting episode going on in the payload. We're actually going to be joined by Caleb Cousins, uh, who we just finished chatting with a little bit earlier. For those that you don't know, he's the CEO of Adamus Esports and he's actually going to talk the br quote-unquote inside source about what went down between adamus and the titans and how they actually came together with this brand new partnership that we alluded to last week but also he was letting us know like all the different cool things that they actually do with the titans and the mm -hmm. surge um and and i i was actually really i learned a lot from that interview it's very rare that that i actually pay attention Shh throughout the whole thing but <laughs> but i did and and i will be excited to share that with you but uh oh, before no. we jumped into that uh some little birdies uh on instagram told us there's some new titans in town or not new titans the same titans the same titans and in, in in vancouver yeah it's nice to have them back safe and sound in vancouver uh i think they're really jet lagged we we talked to um caleb a little bit you'll hear that about their yeah. sleep uh sleep patterns sleep but, is important here's the preview but every morning i wake up and it's about 6 a.m i get all the notifications about them uh going live on twitch playing overwatch so i'm not really <laughs> sure how that's handled right now hey man there's a lot of hours in the day and and true, i think true. as as a precaution i think any any organization i think i talked about this on discord there should be a little kind of self-quarantine period so so there's probably not much to do but go on the internet well, but we're talking about esports gamers, you know. Yep. We're we're automatically self quarantining, basically every <laughs> the majority of the year. Anyways, we were built for this. <laughs> we will survive this for sure. 
And again, I need the 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 disclosure. We're not making fun of the situation. We're just well, we are making fun, but we understand it's very serious. We're just mm-hmm. a little bit kooky from being cooked up. True. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's take a quick pee break and go straight into the payload and join Caleb. Moving the payload. Join me. And we're back. Uh, back from our little pee break. Um, we're joined now by the CEO of Atomus Esports, Caleb Cousins. Caleb, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so it's really good to hear from you. We've been trying to make this happen for a little bit, but con- first of all, congrats on the new baby. We're just talking off air. Yeah, thank you. If you uh, hear him in the background, he's seven month old and uh, getting a bunch of new teeth. So lots of fun times in my house. It puts a different meaning to the force of nature. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you want to come babysit anytime, Sam, you'd be welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I figured the Titans, one of them could maybe use a part time job since they aren't playing any matches right now. That's right. <laughs> um, but but let's just kind of backtrack a little bit. I know officially the the deal between Adamus and I guess officially Canucks uh, Sports and Entertainment went down uh, uh, last week. But before we kind of talk about that, like just tell us a little bit about like your background and how kind of Adamus came to be. And, and you know, you, you obviously have a, a deep relationship with Fortius and and what, what are you actually trying to create here for, for the long run, just so the listeners that don't know you guys? Sure. So my background is in uh, traditional sport. And so I, I was part of the, the initial team that helped build uh, Fortius Sport and Health out in Burnaby. And so ba- basically building a world-class sports medicine science and training facility for traditional sport athletes of all ages and abilities. And two years ago, I decided I've always been passionate about gaming and and esports and decided I wanted to start my own business and, and be able to provide what is just so normal for traditional sport athletes now, but is fairly new in the esports space is just providing the support from a health and wellness and performance uh, standpoint that uh, esport athletes don't have to date. Mm-hmm. And then, what's kind of your your vision for that? Are you looking in particular verticals? Obviously, you're working with Call of Duty, working with with Overwatch, but do you see yourself across all games, etc.? Yeah, we we are very much game agnostic, as we like to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, we're we're committed to helping to develop and deliver an almost unfair advantage uh, to esports athletes around the globe. So we view the different lifestyle optimization techniques and, and training techniques that we have as as tools that are going to help these athletes, no matter the game, perform that much better when they sit down in front of their monitor and uh, jump into com- competition. Hey, yeah. uh, Sam, this could be the, the answer for you, get you out of bronze. <laughs> I'm tempted, man. <laughs> well, well, I, I should, I should watch. I mean, you definitely need some, some natural talent. I'm stuck in bronze too, and I'm, I'm the, I'm the, the uh, founder of Atomus. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't work miracles. So, <laughs> oh. shut our hopes down right away there. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, like of course everybody's here to learn, and and of course the surgery not in as well. But we're a Titans podcast, so so we care about the Titans. But like, like how did the deal actually? go down between Adamus and, and the Titans how like how long have you guys been talking about this and like was there particular things that the org was looking for support on for sure so honestly the first conversation I had with with connect sports and entertainment happened basically near the beginning of last season it was clear to 
to me that um, Connect Sports and Entertainment wanted to prioritize their players' health and performance, and it's just taken this much time to create what I think is a pretty fantastic partnership um, to be able to provide the players all the support they need for this season and for, for many seasons to come. Um, to answer your question about what we're focused on is um, we're really focused around four core performance pillars, I would call them, is sleep, um, recovery, physical exercise, and nutrition. Sleep is a really interesting fun for us. So so for those that have been longtime listeners of, of Radius at Pwn, they know that, you know, Chris specifically has another podcast on the Canucks and, and we always joke about the the sleep doctors. What what and we know definitely the importance of sleep. What exactly are you guys using? Are you guys tucking them in or <laughs> I'm presuming not? So no, a, a lot of it honestly is just education around the importance of sleep and then like mm. imp- like important sleep hy- hygiene. So mm. uh, the the concept of like needing eight hours eight hours a night of sleep is is a new concept to a lot of these young gamers. Um, mm. But on top of that is like having a a sleep routine and going to sleep and waking up at the same time every night and every morning and all of these things has kind of a really important impact on the quality of sleep and it's all about quality and, and not necessarily quantity although you don't want less than eight hours mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the, part of that that comes from from your experience from working with traditional sports i mean it, it's pretty common for for pro players to take midday naps and, and kind of two two a day workouts and things like that yeah, and not just not just traditional sports, but but overall cognitive performance. Whether you're mm-hmm. a business executive or what have you, I mean, sleep is is tremendously important just for brain health and brain function. Mm-hmm. And what? T- let's touch on the the other pillars a little bit. What about those things? And and I know it's it's very early days, but you know, in terms of plans or what can you share with us about but what you're doing specifically with with the players. Sure. Well, the players, um, because they're they're housed at our facility and and at Fortia Sport and Health, they have access to the amazing uh, gym facilities there. So so they're working out, um, ev- or a lot of them are working out every morning, which is which is great to see. Um, we just went through the baseline testing for for the preseason for both the Surge and the Titans, and went through everything from. Uh, core strength to mm-hmm. cognitive testing and physiological testing and just getting all these baseline measures so that we can measure them throughout the season and make sure that they're performing at their peak and also um, be able to monitor them as as they get into the later stages of the season to monitor monitor them for uh, burnout and, and other concerns like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and we definitely saw those plank tests. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and right. you mentioned the fact that the the barrier of language is quite difficult and having to work through uh, through June and communicating with the players. But from your perspective, uh, were you how, how did they react to the initial tests and, and so to speak? They they came into this new um, world that they probably didn't really have worked through and in such a, maybe such focus before. Yeah, and credit to them because they they came into it um, super open and uh, mm-hmm. excited even to to engage with what we had to say. And yes, the language was always going to be a barrier, but um, June the translator did a fantastic job and c- continues to do a fantastic job. And um, yeah, they were just they 
they made a lot of the um the tests we did into competition and so they were they were competing for for the best time on the <laughs> on the plank at, which you saw on twitter and that kind of thing and so it was it was great to see them like not only be engaged but also kind of have some fun with it which is great to see that's awesome. I, w- I really wanted to see Alfred in those planks. Uh, <laughs> I was a little disappointed he wasn't up there, but... That was the behind-the-scenes uh, <laughs> content there. <laughs> the sensors got to that uh, part of the video. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, I think, I think I, something, something else that we, we kind of talked about is, is like in our conversation speaking with Al- about Alfred, he talked a lot about helping the players beyond their, their competitive career and just you know it could be two years three years five years that they spend with the titans could you touch a little bit more about how how you guys want to work with them even beyond their their gaming career and what you think you can kind of what kind of impact can you make with these players you know for for the long term for sure i mean we believe that everything that they're learning and they're doing with us is things that they can carry over to whatever they do for the rest of their lives i mean the things we talked about before, sleep, nutrition, physical exercise, and recovery, these are things that whether they become team owners or coaches or they go to a different industry later on in their in their lives, they're gonna use these these habits and these these tips and tricks that we're that we're giving them to to a positive effect. because um, it really it's all about just human performance. and if if you're taking these these uh, core tenants, then you're gonna be successful no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I think, you know, a final question specifically about their performances. Do you think, you know, the work that you're doing with them in those pillars, you think that's going to have a direct impact even this season to, to say their stage results or, or match results or things like that? I would hope so. I mean, it's, it's hard to, to better mm-hmm. last season short of the championship, <laughs> of course. Right. But uh, we we know that optimizing player lifestyles and training plans, we can have an impact on their in-game results. Obviously, a new, a more primed and rested brain will perform that much better than than one that that isn't. But we're also really focused on helping prolong the careers of these athletes, right? And and help them avoid burnout and the other challenges they face in such a grueling schedule with so much travel and and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, with in regards to your word, your work with them, is that going to go on throughout the year, or is there like a certain period of time? I, I guess they are traveling a lot, so so it's not like they're here all the time. But then, but yeah, sorry, they're not they're not here all the time. But we we have we're in constant communication with them remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, our uh, esports performance coach Jake Middle. Middleton is working with them on an ongoing basis, giving them continual education and content so that they can continue to learn. Because again, a big part for a lot of these athletes is just teaching them why some of these things are important because they've never been they've never been told or taught taught why they are. And once they do know, you see the light bulb go off and then they're that much more open to to doing these things. Mm-hmm. So education is a really big part of it and then when they're when they're here in vancouver it's it's working with them a little bit more hands-on to make sure that they're they have the tools to uh perform when it matters and do you see that continuing into the off season or is it kind of they will have their they will kind of be responsible for their own in the off season no there will be there will be some level of of involvement in the off season as well but the the main 
the main involvement will be definitely preseason and then during the season for sure. Cool. And then just to jump aside a little bit about the Titans, like are there ways that the, the general can, public can get revolved with, with the work that you guys are doing, whether you have public events or different programs, et cetera? Yeah, well, it's funny you should mention that. If you're a high school student currently in the lower mainland, we are going to be launching a gaming academy where basically you can train like the pros at Atomus once a week, uh, get obviously in-game coaching, but also mm -hmm. learn about how to optimize your lifestyle, learn the core skills needed to be a to be a successful gamer. And um, yeah, that's going to be launching here shortly. Um, so if you want more info on that, you can always visit our website at adamusesports.gg. Cool. We were awesome. born too early. Yeah. I yeah, can pass I, for I high feel the same school, way. though. <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds awesome. What month did you say they would be coming on? Or these, uh, these events? Next month, hopefully. Next month. All right. Yep. So, so definitely stay tuned for that. And when we get more information, we're, we're definitely going to tweet out, especially those with young kids or, or kids who, who apply. Omni, you're past high school, right? Um, officially or yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. What, whatever gets us in the door and me out of bronze. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Caleb, thank you so much for spending some time with us. And it was great learning about Adamus and we're, we're really excited with the work you guys are doing with the Titans. Thanks, guys. I, I'm excited to continue this conversation uh, later in the season. Awesome. And we'll be back again in a GIF. Out of the lab, onto the battlefield. So Caleb actually shared quite a bit with us. Um, what were your thoughts on on everything he talked about just in general? And, and you know, they've actually been working on this deal for a long time, it seems. Yeah, I liked some of the input that he had about the importance of all the matters that they're taking care of for the Titans. It seems like they're in good hands. And I was really, really happy to hear about how the Titans are quite receptive and, and interested in approaching this, you know, with an open mind, like you said. But uh, yeah, what, what do you think? Well, if it's good enough for Steve Nash, it's good enough for our Titans. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prolonging one's uh, career would be a big thing if you worked with Steve Nash. Yeah, and I think it's huge because because as you know, we're big fans of multiple sports. We know the the regiment that that pro athletes go through, and in many cases, like esport athletes need that same thing. And and I think having that kind of professional voice, having it not be like your mom or, or the team manager just kind of tell you that, but real professionals are just saying like, Hey, it worked for, and then that's when they name drop all their clientele. Right. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's very cool for them. Um, and, and I think act like if I'm talking longer term and even beyond the Titans, I think this is a big step for, for esports itself, because I think yeah. one of the big concerns we've talked about at length is, is burnout stress, you know, yeah guys and gals are staring 12 hours at the same game at the computer flashing screens like that can't be be healthy just in in a general sense right so yeah so the fact that they're getting this kind of outside support and it being so professional mm -hmm. and experienced is is like actually that really excites me a lot and and right. uh time will tell if it converts to results right away but i, I have no doubt about the the long-term implications of it for sure yeah, we we criticize here uh, the Titans a lot on on, on a lot of uh, different matters, but we we do this, you know, just to um, we we strive for greatness from our team and all that. But it's really nice to see that one thing we are 
way ahead in the curve of other teams is the fact that we uh, do have so much background and connections in, in the traditional sports and, and the facilities, the care to the small detail, everything is taken care of in, in the highest level. So that's, that's a good thing mm -hmm. to know that they're in good hands. Yeah, and then I think the other tidbit was that you know, as as Caleb alluded to, they've been working on this for for all almost since the beginning when they the team came over. So for all the all the crap we gave them about you know not being prepared, not having a team, like you know, this has been something that's been been heavy on their mind since the beginning, and it, it does things do take time to to show up and yep. and i think we're just kind of starting to see see the fruits of those labors now yeah so when our opponents i don't know if it's the shock or something this grand finals and and they suddenly get back spasms during the match mm -hmm. well it's not gonna be happening to our players yeah and i'm looking at you washington justice who's <laughs> taking care of you <laughs> no backups uh, and and here's just a proposal for for al commissioner Instead of a coin flip, how about an arm wrestle with Solomon suit? <laughs> well, that'll be interesting for for the playoff tiebreaker. Um, but but no, all jokes aside. Other than that, obviously not too much going on with the Titans right now. Everybody knows the the next few weeks are canceled. Um, so why don't we take another pee break, drink a lot of coffee today, and go straight into the fray? All right, so you were really excited this week. <laughs> to, uh, to, you were like, I can't wait to recap this week's matches. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's let's just run through real quick because yeah, it, it, a lot of the same colors are starting to show up here. But just to recap things, on Saturday we had three matches. On Sunday we had four matches. It was built in uh, Houston, nice venue, weird signs. Um, very weird signs. That all, guy, all, he always squeezed up between the, you know, the commentators. It was so annoying. <laughs> we will, we will not give him more airtime than needed. Uh, yeah. But on Saturday, the New York Excelsior took care of business. Three O, the Florida Mayhem. Mm -hmm. um, they they showed up for that one. It seemed like yeah. What were your thoughts? I mean, New York. It seems are fed up with the who are you experiment, at least for now. Um, they brought back Libero, then they played a little bit more, and, and it seems like they're looking better. They're looking more like NYXL should look like. Maybe it's mm -hmm. Florida, though. I don't know. That team is not looking that great this week. BQB occasionally has a nice play. And other than that, I mean, <laughs> you've got Chris, and you've got a lot of, of weird really really passive plays there and and that's all i can really say to comfort the to comfort the zero mayhem fans we have listening to this podcast right now so other than <laughs> well the, there's not one guy who hates us because we called the the mayhem meh if you remember in, way in, in our discord uh, 
I think it's in the Reddit or something oh, like that. Oh, well, there's... You, they were really upset that you called them meh. And then they were really <laughs> upset at me for doubling down and calling them meh. But what else are you supposed to call them right I'm now, I'm not guys? sure they're uh, listening to the podcast. But, you know, everybody was hailing them like, oh, Saya player, Saya player. He's not even playing. I'm not really sure. Saya like, later? What's, <laughs> what's the plan there, really? I don't know, but, I mean, they're 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 not the worst team in the league. They're definitely not the best team. Uh, no, no, no. But what are your thoughts on are the Excelsior for real now? Because I feel like, and we're we're probably two of the maybe a little bit harsher on the NYXL, just never buying that hype train. But every time, you know, the XL have a good game, it seems like the the analysts, the staff, the critics are all kind of quick to jump on. NYXL is back. They're back. They're one of the top echelon teams. They're back. Yeah, an elite team, not doing anything at all. I, I mean, I don't know what what they're now at. I think three and one. Yeah. yeah. Well, only time will tell. The league is really weird right now with the lack of a lot of teams not playing, and I'm, I'm just happy to see them going out of that. Who are you, Sebiolbi experiment? I, I didn't really like it. I think Who are you is quite overrated. His Genji is really good, uh, but other than that, I wasn't impressed with how he played um, the Genji. Uh, oh, sorry, not the Genji. Um, may, may, may. The, the May that he did wasn't good at all. Uh, Doomfist, he played a little bit, wasn't uh, impressive either. I think uh, Libero um, is better. Maybe they're trying to kind of put Who Are You into the lineup more as he is maybe the flex DPS of the future for them, the long-term plan. But Libero is so underrated, though, I feel like. Yeah. Like, when I, we talk about the DPS of the NYXL, like, we, we talk about Seibobi a lot. No, yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, not in terms of talent, just in terms of how much we talk about him. Oh, yeah, because Seibobi is kind of like... The face. He has a big, big personality. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, a lot of the times, you'll, you'll have that guy who is the face of the franchise is not even the best player on the team, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Libero never really disappointed in a match I, I, I think he's consistent as hell and uh almost uh, had, to, <laughs> had to give you extra work there but uh <laughs> that one well we might not dodge it with the next game so the toronto <laughs> defiant uh, you, you gotta have to the atlanta rain oh. so for for those of you that listened to to omni and i last week we were both positive on the defiant and i think i was even quoted as saying like i might pick them oh. to to upset so to speak the atlanta rain it Man. did not what? happen what happened i mean they got clapped everybody <laughs> was looking forward to obviously see the rain and then toronto looked so good last uh week playing against philly who are hailed now as a really really elite team ah uh, this this game was horrible horrible for toronto they they really got outmatched imagine like having to go up against a team that didn't really see stage time at all and booming that hard. I mean, the, the, the most positive thing I can say about this matchup is that we got to see fast. some Torb. I was going to say because it was fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that I mean, the too. fact that the attack Torb, that was, that was a flex. Yeah, and we, we started off with a 3-0 to NYXL and then a 3-0 to Atlanta Rain. And, and I was hoping that <laughs> the game after would be quick as well. But, oh, man. Yeah, I think I was on Discord saying, like, let's just skip the break and go straight through it. 
London. London is trying to break the Defiance record of having the highest time played in the league, I think. <laughs> well, if the Defiant keep what they're doing up here, it's, yeah. it's not looking good. But what are your thoughts on the rain? It was the first time we saw the rain. Are they as good? And and I mean, we're alluding a little bit to Sunday's results. Yeah, are they yeah, as good exactly. as, as we thought they were, at least in context of this match? Or was it really the Defiant, you know, shooting the bed? Probably a little bit of both. When I saw that match, I was quite impressed with how uh, prepared they looked. Everybody was hailing them as the team that is probably the most prepared. They were scrimming a lot. They had the 12-man mm -hmm. roster, basically a solution to every problem. They, they had like an incredible offseason in a way and um, very hyped. But I got to see it to believe it. And I got to see them beat the best to kind of be known as the best, as one of the best teams. And, and uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much Sunday. Mm -hmm. Sunday, you've been alluding to that. And Toronto, it seemed like it's about to be a good test, but mm, little did yeah, we know. Yeah, last week about I said yeah. they they had a different feeling to them. It's different than last year. It's yeah. looking a lot like last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but on Sorry the plus side, the most important thing that we have to comment on about this match is that they played Popco. <laughs> I got sure. I got my fantasy points. I'm four and zero. Oh, you had you have him on your team. I picked him up off the waivers because I needed the rain player. <laughs> you just liked his name. Yeah, Popko is a fun name to say. Uh, moving along, though, let's uh, we'll we'll be back on the rain and we'll be back on the defiant yeah. for sure. Um, London Spitfire three two the Houston Outlaws. This was kind of a close one. Yeah, um, Houston was looking better. I thought that they might have this uh, reverse sweep. Was it supposedly a reverse sweep if they got the first, the last match? I don't remember. Anyways, Glister, man, he's back. Is probably aching at this point from having to carry this. Carry team. hard. Oh my goodness. Carrying Shui. Any opportunity to say Shui. Shui is a good name. <laughs> Houston, um, they were kind of in the uh, like their trajectory was going a little bit higher this time they're they're playing better uh i guess linkser doesn't really suck he actually had the flu uh they patched mm -hmm. it out and he can hit those shots um blase is off the mccree so i guess that's one of the reasons why he's better um like the, the team yeah we better. actually had positive <laughs> things to say about Man, his doomfist is really really good like what can you expect imagine uh putting uh, I don't know, Haxel on, on the McCree. I mean, he's he, that doesn't make him a, a, a worse player. That's just mm -hmm. not his role. So what do you expect? Um, I like that weird thing they had with playing Blase still with um, Dante. With Dante and Agility is going uh, paired up with, with um, who was it? Lingzer? Hydration. Yeah. Uh, links there in hydration, right? Right, 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 right. hydration. Yeah, agilities is on the define. See all these teams playing each We're, other. They're the they're just blended. It's just they're a smoothie for us. It's all the same, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's an improvement. Muma is still looking really really rough. Uh, Jack still waiting well. for him to come in position. There was uh, there was a joke about some chant that was going about Muma's shatters. I forgot how it went. <laughs> if you're sitting in uh, block Z and a shatter hits your knee, that's something that's probably Muma or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, that's man. harsh. It's but weird. Uh, it's weird because he had the, the highest uh, uh, all-time shatter efficiency, and it, it looks awful right now. 
Al level, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. But I mean, just quickly on the Spitfire though, it kind of looks like they're like they're definitely a young team, mm-hmm. but they're they're starting to learn how to close out, and I think that's part of the reason that teams come back from them, no matter like if it's a great yeah. team or, or a yeah. good team. But but you can see that there's growth even in in the couple matches we see, oh. and and I'm feeling like of these. Of this blender of Atlantic teams like Spitfire, I kind of enjoy watching because I see them get a little bit better. I mean, two two uh, two times they went the long way and then beat out a three two. So you know yeah. they're coming from the from uh, representing London, so they're defending their isle. They shall never surrender. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's kind of uh, goes. I like them. They're plucky. They're uh, you know. Yeah. Tenacious. Tenacious is the word that I was. And they have for. two of the best names in the rookies. In Sanguinar, Sang- Sanguinar. Where, where, what, what was it? Something about losing blood or something like that in Italian? I, I already forget. Oh, to me, it sounds like a cheese. <laughs> it's still <laughs> a cheese, <laughs> for sure. And of course, we. Um, but yeah, more on the Spitfire probably a little bit later. But moving on to Sunday, Philly Fusion versus Boston Uprising, three zero Fusion. Oh, I have I have great notes on this game. I wrote Philly is better than Boston. Confirmed. That's it. <laughs> Multiple sources say. <laughs> Multiple sauces, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can lock that one in. Um, any anything else to pick up from that? I I don't have any. No, I was happy to see my boy Akio come back. Hmm. Yeah, that's good to see. Just when when are we going to see that Doomfist? Probably next week with the Chipsa. Uh, Chipsa, oh man! If that happens, <laughs> well, no, I don't think it'll happen though. They're playing Paris, so. Speaking of Paris, hello, Good welcome night, back. Mm-hmm. Paris beat the suddenly, well, for a brief moment, everybody thought they were the best team in the league, Atlanta Reign, and they did it quite dominantly in a 3-1 fashion. Yeah, um, XZ. Like, not just XZ. You know what? It's not just XZ. It's XZ. It's Hanbin. Ever since Hanbin came back, they had that mm-hmm. one uh, stumble against the Define in the opening uh, match where they had to play, like, two main tanks. Mm-hmm. But now with Hanbin back, with XZ popping off, even Nico is playing up the bar. It's, it's amazing how much synergy they have with the mixed Korean and, and French uh, roster there. Because the coaching because- is getting a lot of credit. Right, right. He's playing. Uh, he's coaching them pretty well to get that kind of synergy. I mean, uh, Nico is suddenly a very good flex DPS, and then Ben Best is playing out of his mind all the time. FD God, though, man, the mm-hmm. Lucios this year are tearing it up. Pretty, pretty impressive. Paris are good right now, but can you imagine how good they're, they're going to be if Sparkle is, is even as good as XZ, and he's supposedly mm-hmm. even better than XZ? So that's they're scary. Energy. Oh, yeah. They're very scary. And uh, no smite, no more. So that's cool. Um, but no, I totally agree with you. The moment it hadn't been kind of stepped in, it just kind of stabilized the yeah. the whole team. But Atlanta Rain, they were supposed to... What happened? They were supposed to be so prepared. Why are they playing Baby Bay all the time? I, I didn't... makes funny faces, man. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the pose thing, the challenge, right? The Baby yeah. Bay challenge. I'm. I don't know. Maybe it's like a fan f- fan service sort of thing. But I didn't expect them to start uh, all games and not to see either Sharp or Edison. I think they're the only team that has more than two hit scan players to begin with. 
yeah, yeah, they are the only ones. Oh, well, Shanghai has three too. But but still, like Edison and Sharp, I th I thought that Edison would be the one to mm -hmm. to start. And, and I'm not really sure what's going on. Erster and Edison should be the starting uh, um, DPS players, and maybe. They're just testing out Baby Bay and see how that goes, kind of like what NYXL is doing with what they have been doing with, um, you know, Sebi Olby. Maybe it's the flu. Not really mm -hmm. sure. But, I, you know, they they still look good against Toronto. So it's just two games. I'm sure like a split of one, one, one win and one loss, it's not the end of the world. And they can, you know, learn They're still from pretty that. good. Probably yeah. better than Toronto. Probably. 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 Yeah. Well, some sources confirm. We'll see about that one. But I I thought this one was extra delicious because because you know, a couple of weeks ago Dogman was saying how 95% of owl coaches do absolutely nothing. <laughs> and you know, if there's, you know, I mean obviously XE's a star, but right. but like I mentioned earlier, the coaches at Paris are getting a lot of love for kind of, you know, putting this team together, getting them to work together and getting them to work together well. Yeah. So, you know, it's uh feels bad or it feels yeah. great for us <laughs> the french and korean uh fu fusion cuisine fusion. is uh working pretty well what would that be like that would be like a kimchi baguette or something like that. <laughs> that's actually i can see that working oh yeah if you spice it up pretty well some somebody needs to make that happen yeah, i can like see it working kind of good product hey but in vancouver we have we have a uh taco so it's T A K O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the like, Korean, like, but the Korean, Korean Mexican tacos. is a very famous fusion. Like, it's yeah, so, it's, it's, it's good. Pretty, it's pretty, good. it's pretty fun. So, so we're down for a kimchi baguette. <laughs> we can try it. <laughs> London Spitfire do another three two with the Florida Mayhem. Seems to. I feel like we already said this in the yeah. Show. Just copy paste. You you can uh, do some post editing and just cut and paste anything that I said about London and Florida because it applies in the same fashion that it did for Florida's game against NYXL in London. Uh, it's the mayhem. Exactly. So let's just jump straight to it and say something that we haven't said before. Houston Outlaws get their first win of the season and not in a 3-2, not in a reverse sweep, in a 3-1 yeah. win versus Dominant. everybody's favorite Toronto Defiance. So here's the thing. I'm going to say something new. I think Toronto got the Light Force curse. So he has put his curse on the team by by constantly saying, "Oh, I'm going to cheer for them and I'm going to I'm going to make them the match of the week." And then I think he cursed them again going into next week. I think he selected them again. So there is something to it. <laughs> How did they look though? Oh, uh, oh man. Not not great. I think they put all their resources into preparing for the Atlanta rain. Uh, really? Couldn't that don't work. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't tell. I don't know. They're they're weird um, juggling of of uh, sure four and logics. Um, tanks aren't looking great. I was I'm I'm quite disappointed with how Nevix is looking actually more than more so than with uh, Beast. I was told he could be the second best diva on the planet. I don't see it. I don't see it. the second best. Well, I guess they uh, kicked out like three or four other divas that I can just name <laughs> on the top of my head. No, Nevix is a, a non-factor, if not yeah. a negative factor so mm. far. 
Mm. But what do you think of the the whole kind of lineup thing where they you know consistently go back to logics on control? Maybe there is some kind of logics to it. Because I, I uh, and and yeah, there's probably going to be Canadian bias, but I think Scherfer should be playing all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a McCree meta right now. His McCree's you can't great. afford not to have Scherfer no. on your team on your he, on he your lineup. Keeps them in fights. He extends right. fights. Like he he's a must. How much like, does he have to like prove himself? More I don't know. And and like it's not like it's not like his his widow is poor either. If, if no. you're having logics for the sniping, like he won the snipe award, what, two years ago or something like that. He worked his butt off on his widow. So I, I just don't get it. Sure. Four was the, the prize or one of the prizes anyway. Like, why not just play the guy? Mm. Just trying to be fancy. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. Anything about Houston though? Are they excited? Are we excited? Or is this, is this a new start? Well, I'm just excited for them to get healthier. They look better in their both matches. Mm. Happy for uh, Harsha there and then Rappel, obviously. Mm -hmm. Rappel has found his back. seat on the bench, I think, mm -hmm. for the foreseeable future, it looks like. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So then moving on ahead to next week. Stop me if you've heard these teams before. Uh, on Saturday, we have the Defiant versus Stop. the Florida Mayhem. Stop. Which Chris put to be his uh, match of the week. That's Don't it. know they're, why they're doomed because Florida is not going to win now. <laughs> like three zero for sure. <laughs> the light force curse. Light curse. Light curse. It's a lighthearted curse. Uh, then we have Paris versus Houston, followed by Boston and Washington. So you picked Paris and Houston. Yeah, I picked Toronto versus Florida before, and then I saw your comment, and then I had to change it because you're right. So, so I literally I did not pick a match on Saturday. I checked the weather. It might snow. So it looks like your options are limited, but you know what? Go to a mall, go to a shopping mall. Do people still go to malls? I wouldn't recommend it now. Uh, maybe, but, but go, go and have a Cinnabon and, and buy some face masks or something. <laughs> Like I, I don't know. Like the, just, just skip Saturday, all right? Because I, yeah. I, this, this is what I wrote. Cannot watch any more Toronto or Houston or Boston games. I can't do it. Just give me a, <laughs> give me a week, give me a week yeah. off. So I, yeah, the Paris Eternal. I want to see them. I think they're entertaining to watch. Houston might put up a show because they're now like having a, a healthier roster. <laughs> they're on a winning streak. <laughs> I mean, they, true. they're it's on the true. verge they of are. a winning streak. They are, yeah, yeah. So they're undefeated so, since their so last Paris, game. Right? Paris. Did they play just two? Yeah, they played just two matches. No, they played. Oh wait, Paris won two in a row. They they beat Washington and then well, they Paris beat... lost one early to yeah, but now they're two 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 one because they beat Washington and then the rain. Yeah. So. So I th I think I think if we were, we were betting people, it'd still be on the Eternal, but that's the match you mm. chose to pick over the the hometown Washington Justice. Yeah, uh, I just ugh. I don't want to watch Boston. I don't want to see Boston. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let's move ahead to Sunday where we get the Eternal versus the Fusion. So all of us pick that one because I think that's the that's mm. the heavyweight match. Match uh, the weekend. New New York versus Justin. I selected that as well because I just wanted to, you know, again dodge all the teams that I don't want to watch anymore. And then 
just just to finish up, we have the uprising versus the raid. Oh. How how excited are you for this Fusion Eternal game, though? Uh, I am pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. It seems like um, well, we already hoped for like close matchups. What was the game we were excited for at the, the beginning? Oh, it was Philly against New York. Everybody was hailing this to be like a good mm-hmm. matchup and an end of like in a three-one. If Philly destroys Paris. Paris. I think it's safe to say that they're kind of like a contender level type of team because Philly mm-hmm. is is five and zero now, and they're they're really really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll, they'll match they, up against well against all these other undefeated teams. You know, every yeah. team in China, and <laughs> even though shot. true, but they they almost uh, lost to Toronto, so I don't really know what's true anymore. That that is true. That's when we were like, hey, Toronto's for real, and when we said all those pleasant things again for about them. Not happening anymore. They Not even, this yeah. Well, maybe Toronto could have won this match, but then uh, Lightforce had to pick this game and curse them. So <laughs> it's all Chris's fault. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Other than that, like it's same old, same old. I mean, we're we're trying to make lemonade out of lemons, but all we get are these Atlantic games. Imagine yeah. how it would be, how much it would be different if it was Pacific games instead of these Atlantic games. Like it was just flip flop the way other way around. Uh, I'm getting, you know, in the past we got sick of metas, and now we're going. Well, I'm already kind of segueing to the next topic of hero bans, but I think we need to implement some type of uh, team ban mechanism <laughs> as well. No more outlaws. Just give it a a break. Not saying they're the worst team. Just give us a little bit of a break. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of hero bans, I guess that's new. Except it's not new because we're gonna see more May. Everybody's been screaming for more May. Yay! Yay! Sad clown. Yay for May. So for those of you that haven't heard yet, we have our first set of hero bands just for this week. It's gonna be everybody's favorite lately: McCree, Widow, Reinhardt. So we know Chris is definitely not watching anything this week. <laughs> and then Moira. Thoughts? Yeah. So May's still in. May's still in. What what is gonna be different? I expect to see much more dive next week. I mean, we saw Tracer a bunch of times, so we're gonna see her much more because there's no McCree now to mm-hmm. bang her, right? Uh, May Reaper is gonna have a comeback probably. Mm-hmm. Again, same thing for the Reaper now without McCree there. Uh, we're not gonna see much of. Uh, we, we are gonna see more uh, Reaper for sure. Um, Genji probably. going along with the dive yeah i think people say that oh we're gonna see a lot of farah i don't know because diva i think now is the best farah counter ever Mm -hmm. Uh, probably no ash unfortunately not no soldier as well for for the same reason because like diva terminates them pretty quickly as for the ryan man i'm not looking forward to see orissa comps i like to see orissa when we have you know the pits but mm. I've been having fun with the Winston dives, though. Winston, though, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping to see more Winston. Uh, The Reaper might come out really quickly. uh, However, if you're going to go that route. Uh, Moira? Moira, when do we see Moira? When when you see that weird uh, double main tank lineup. And without Ryan, I don't think that's going to be a thing. So it's not really an issue. We're going to see the the Ana and and, um, Lucio with an odd Baptiste pick. Probably Mercy if we are going to see that far. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
but I'm I'm happy. I mean, like, unfortunately that they unfortunately for us that we lost the McCree and Widow, which are still quite exciting to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe we'll see more Tracer. That that I do expect to to see much more of. So Tracer, uh, Monkey Diva, that's pretty exciting. That's How many people have to get banned for them to play Ash? Okay, so they have to. Uh, for me, I think if they ban against like uh, again uh, McCree and and um, oh, it, it, oh it's, it's <laughs> you can only ban two. If you ban McCree and Widow again, what's what are the odds that it's going to happen again? The same two, but you definitely have to ban out Diva. If Diva's out, maybe then we'll mm-hmm. see. If McCree and Diva are out, then I give Ash a chance. Yeah. Ash and Soldier, they're pretty much the same niche. Yeah, and it seemed like I, I didn't follow it live, so I'm kind of trying to read it backwards, but but the kind of the algorithm was they took it's like, okay, these were these are the players that played the most, these are the players that were never played, and then if we're talking like lottery, the, the players that were played more had more balls in the lottery. And then that's how that's how obviously McCree and Reinhardt got picked, and then Widow was kind of like a luck of the draw thing. Um, um, did they have so, more uh, notes? Uh, they might have more notes. I'm just kind of trying to backtrack it. I'm just going off off of what I yeah. saw off the top of my head. But that's why May's still there. That's why Diva's still there. Uh, that's why Lucio's still there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's fine. It's a week. So so whether it's terrible or great, it's it's a week. So oh. not Titans not, not a, anyways. Yeah, yeah, Titans aren't gonna play. I'm not upset about it. We'll see Xe play something other than McCree. That would be interesting. Um. And we'll get to the widow battles next week, and Reinhardt will be back when Chris is back. So, <laughs> it, all all is still well so far. I think I'm I'm open minded to this, and maybe maybe we'll get some upsets. Who yeah. knows? Maybe some more Torb. Maybe we're gonna get a Outlaws winning streak. Yeah. Oh, uh, Symmetra will probably see, we'll see more of her. Mm. Yay! That's what everybody's been waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> but but then you'll see the monkey come up probably. Oh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. See, it's confused. We have to throw all our matches out the windows, our rankings. We have to redo the rankings. Yeah. I am confusion. <laughs> if we if we don't have any more matches, we're gonna have to redo rankings just to entertain ourselves. Yeah, they just had one job to put the May out, but let's keep uh. on hoping. Next week they're gonna take break out. Yeah, <laughs> statistically spe- speaking, she might like dodge every every draw for for the remainder of the season. Conspiracy. Yeah, May Jail is the new Brig Jail. Mm-hmm. She can but, actually build a, build those walls and and close you in that jail. Yep. But uh, as we wrap things up, I understand we have another basketball segment here. I oh, need yeah. a, I need like a playing playing tune like yeah. I don't know they're playing basketball. That's so we're gonna clip this, loop it. <laughs> Chris, you can do this, right? You're listening. Yeah, let's get that happening. Um, but yeah, you have a new basketball segment for us. Yeah, so I thought about what can we uh, compare some basketball positions to. So in basketball, for you unacquainted with the sport you have six uh five positions on a starting lineup and i'm gonna try and justify which heroes from overwatch are most suitable to play that position so uh that makes sense right you ready to give me your comments and uh so i'm gonna start so so what the weird thing is before before we hopped on the show i didn't actually understand the exercise that you were trying to do but i realized once once you explained it to me 
that I've I've kind of done this before in my head, just, oh. just naturally. So so we'll see. Yeah, ba- basketball is not unlike Overwatch, where you have like mm-hmm. it's very similar board with everyone that has their like role and position. So starting with a point guard, the honorable mentions. These are not my top pick are Zen and Ash. Zen I got for the fact that he can distribute his orbs pretty well and he's cool under pressure and a point guard needs to have that quality. Ash I selected for her uh, sick pick and roll with Bob. I think it could be <laughs> pretty good. Uh, but I picked Tracer because she's small and super quick. Uh, can you imagine the ankle breakers with recall? Links <laughs> to one side and to another. Uh, she has the leadership skills. Obviously, she's the fa- face of the, the franchise. Face. Captain. Yeah, the face. And good lob skills as well from the pulse bomb that you can like toss. Interesting. So so I actually had this thought as I was trying to learn the game of basketball or not basketball, the <laughs> game of Overwatch. And and I have a very weird pick at the point guard position, but just kind of stay with me for a second. Yeah. And it's actually Zarya. Okay. The reason for that is not just because you're passing orbs, because so much of Zarya play is is court awareness it's it's game sense right and the fact that you need to know where all your other team members are at the same time to me that's like like what what in basketball they call a court general or 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 traditionally the point guard um so so actually when i was i was trying to make myself a zarya player which i am a terrible zarya at by by pretending that i had court sense which i don't (laughs) so so this this is actually a thing where i learned through through pain and to the pain of my teammates that i am not a good zarya player well, that's a big a big point guard it's like a yes. magic johnson type of uh yeah body there yeah right going forward to the shooting guard position so it's kind of your uh the two position right gunners you gotta be a gunner you gotta be a dps player for sure you gotta be athletic uh honorable mentions are lucio just really really fast He'll beat you to uh, wherever you want to go, right? You can ride a wall, which is obviously a very uh, needed skill in basketball to ride those walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Junkrat, too, because you can just hop on a mine, a mine and dunk from wherever. But I'm taking Hanzo. He's, he's also super athletic with the lunge ability. He can climb walls. But, but he's also a good shooter. He's a sniper, so he can definitely hit the three, which... Uh, Excitable, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and I, I, I like Hansa because he, he takes no crap for anybody. So he, he's not trying to be a good guy or a bad guy. He has the mamba mm-hmm. mentality. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I picked Hanzo. Yeah, Hanzo, Widow, I don't think you could go wrong either way. Sharpshooters. Yeah. So the small forward, that's a hard position. And to me, uh, a small forward is it's kind of like you start to be, get bulky and big. And that's your glue guy. That's the guy who does all the intangibles, the, the hustle and dirty work garbage mm-hmm. time player he impacts the game without any stats to show for it right he, he mm-hmm. d- digs he's tenacious so i picked brig brig she, yeah she has the ball she has the she has the inspiring rally move that kind of brings the team uh, together so she she fuels your synergy and those shield bashes can probably you know knock the bigger i thought you were gonna go diva when you were talking about glue guy oh uh, yeah I, I chose brig i think yeah. She doesn't have the stats that Diva has it's or true. the mobility, and she's kind of more bulky. I thought about Reaper, May, and Doomfist for those roles as well, as well yep. because of that, because they disrupt a lot. Yeah, and one one smart play from them can like bring it around, but you'll never get the credit that you're su- supposed to get. Yeah, I think that's the most frustrating thing about basketball is this idea of a small forward. There's yeah. nothing small about them. LeBron James is supposedly a small forward. That guy is massive. True. 
Well, Brig is kind of like that too. She's uh, yeah, she's bulky. <laughs> the shield can definitely uh, pack a punch. So power forward. So the the honorable mention here is Ball because well he's a he's a wrecking <laughs> ball. So yeah, why not just go have him in there and you can do whatever you want, right? Uh, but then I thought, yeah, I want my my power forward to be long, big, and bouncy. So I'm I'm taking Winston. There's there's nobody better than, than him for that position. It's kind of like an Amari Stoudemire. He can catch any lob, go right into the paint when needed. Winston's basically a monster, right? Man, like, he can he can go reference. deep, right? He can he can play. He has the finesse too. I think he's he's a great all around power forward. Really, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that one. Yeah, um, the center position. It's like your best man to have in the middle. Big size. You got to be barely boobable. Yeah, but you, you need to have plenty of speed when, when it counts. I thought about Arissa, but I, I went with Ryan at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to offend Chris. That was, uh, that, was, yeah. that was probably the easiest choice, right? Like, <laughs> right, the best shield in the game. Best shield in the game. And Best, best voice quotes. For sure, for sure. We're paid to say that, so. Yeah, we have to. Otherwise, we're fired. <laughs> yeah, we, we may be fired either way for talking all this basketball. <laughs> and lastly, because Overwatch is a six-man, uh, um, six-man game, I, I picked up the six-man, uh, six-man position. It's kind of like also an important role that mm-hmm. that superstar off the bench. We need a flashy guy here, so I picked Baptiste. He has the aim, obviously the area of effect heals and most importantly has those jump boots so he can basically dunk on you from the three-point line so all utility uh, man yeah he can do it all he can pass he can shoot he can dunk for sure so so definitely so those are omni's picks for for positions for characters in in overwatch if we were to make our own i don't even know what you call this our basketball team (laughs) field roster (laughs) something Ready, Some, set, ball. Ready, set, ball. <laughs> yeah, but if you guys have your own, make sure to tweet us and also tag at Lightforce because he loves <laughs> conversing basketball. So tag yeah. Ready, Set, Poem, but also tag at Lightforce, Lightforce with a Y. Um, make sure you get in on, on that if if you haven't already. But, I mean, that's that's all we got. I mean – there there's still no titans matches unfortunately so we're kind of all just hanging out watching a lot of hoops is march madness so there's gonna be college hoops um but i don't i didn't actually check did we have a review this week people want chris to read the reviews anyway to be honest they don't want me reading the reviews so so if you if you left a review this week i apologize i didn't do all my homework i'll probably get it pay cut after the show how Um, can you go <laughs> exactly right. Like I don't know. I mean, we asked that about the Houston Outlaws, and they 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 shown. So you know, maybe we, I have room to grow too. We practically owe him money at this point. <laughs> so as we wrap up, if you're not following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's Ready Set Pwn. You guys already know Pwn spelled P W N. I think I pronounced it right, but if not, well, whatever. Um, but as we wrap up. Omni, any last words that you have for us? Uh, it might be gray outside Vancouver, but it's officially spring gray. Spring gray. Yeah. And as for me, just to quote Jesse, who who this is exactly what he told uh, Rockus after their match. 
uh, after they lost the match to who, who did they lose to again? I already forgot. <laughs> The first one, <laughs> the first one, um, but yeah, like Rockus was quite down, and this is what what uh, Jexy said in the DMs is, "Don't worry, we can carry. We are team." <laughs> nice. So just remember, despite how gray it looks outside, don't worry, we can carry. We are team. That's, um, that's very inspirational. That's, yes, I'm here for the inspiration. So. As it's kind we, of your uh, uh, Ricky Rubio. Change your face. Enjoy it. Change your Get face. Happy. Enjoy it. Remember that. So we're going to wrap up. So on behalf of Omni at Omni Strife, Chris at Light Force, and myself, Sam at another Sam Chan, we're going to bring Chris back to mutter his magic words um, every single episode. Hatchrays. Thank you.